This podcast is sponsored by Hibu, an award-winning e-commerce fulfillment provider, helping online businesses grow by taking care of all their order fulfillment needs, picking, packing, and posting products to customers all over the world. Fuel your growth and fulfill your ambitions with Hibu. Hello and welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast, Robin's Review. As it turned out, it was the story of two sets of substitutions. One made an impact, one unfortunately removed an impact. Pretty much stopped start in last night's game, another game where we are left feeling like we should have got something. Lee's three words were one step back and his synopsis of the game. As most fans probably understand, this season will very likely be a case of two steps forward, one step back. Overall, this felt like one step back performance with a lack of intensity for 60 minutes and an interesting personnel choices and substitutes. Big game Saturday now for Manning needs a performance more than a result. Matt, you are back in Bristol this morning after driving home, um, getting, it, getting in at half one. Uh, how are you feeling this morning and also your thoughts on last night? Yeah, morning, mate. Um, shattered, to be fair. Um, yeah, it took a bit longer. There was a a road or a lane closure um, near to Birmingham, which uh, which took about an hour to get through. Um, I think Lee's spot on, Patch. Um, it did feel like a bit of a step backwards last night at a time when the the natives are getting restless, I'd say. There were even chants last night of Nigel Pearson's cider army in the away end. Um, and I just think he got it wrong. Um, I thought early on, um, the way that, that Rob Dickey and Zach Viner in particular were stepping in, breaking out the play and then sort of prompting going forward, you know, I thought we, we started off fairly decently again. Um, but but after that initial period and then with them scoring, um, we were just all over the place. Um, and then, as you say, we made the changes, seemed to have a real impetus. Um, Jason Knight could have had a hat-trick um, and it wasn't even a hat-trick of kind of half chances, maybe the header um, was. But then Liam made that change, and it, it just totally changed again the impetus that we had. And it it worried me a little bit, having seen, and you know, with our guests, the, the comments around, you know, the legs, and maybe it was kind of a stats decision. You've got to judge it what you're seeing with your eyes. And Mark Sykes and Jason Knight at that time were, were right at it. Um, and I think it just, it, it, it really kind of, not petered out because we still had a, a couple of other chances, but I don't think those latter subs made the impact. So d- disappointing, mate, overall. Against the side, popped it around nice. I thought the lad in the middle, Wharton, was was excellent um, and a player that we haven't got, but didn't really threaten. I think Max, I think they might have had one other shot on target other than the two goals, which I know, all right, that's three shots on target, but it didn't really threaten them. You feel... Walking out, it was another game we should have got something from. Yeah. Well, Joe, before we bring in um, said guest, we'll just go around the table and find out how we are out of 10, our talk club check-in. Um, I'm going to go for, uh, despite the result last night, I'm going to go for an eight. Um, feeling quite positive this morning. Um, got Christmas due coming up tomorrow, so looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah, starting to feel quite Christmassy, despite the result, and looking forward to Saturday. So I'm an eight out of 10. Matt, yourself? I'd love to see what you're going to be on um, Saturday morning. <laughs> Friday morning. <laughs> Friday morning, yeah. Um, I'm probably a six, mate. I've got to be honest. Yeah, I was I was really disappointed last night. 
um, knackered this morning. So yeah, I'm probably a six. Yeah, we got Dell with us. Dell, how are you at a ten, sir? Um, I'm a uh, three peeps um, expected uh, performance level of six out of ten today. Um, <laughs> I've got, I've got, I'm forgot. After I've got COVID for the last um, tested positive since the weekend, and uh, last night's result didn't sort of. Uh, Give my recovery uh, a bit of a boost. But yeah, solid, solid six, I would say. Brilliant. We've got Bristol Life James Percy on the line as well from up north. James, how are you out of 10? Um, well, I've just helped myself to uh, Premier Inn's 9.99 or you can eat breakfast. Yeah. Um, very nice pastries, I'd have to say. <laughs> um, so I'd probably lean towards an eight, I guess. I do have a bit of a monstrous train journey ahead of me, but oh, that's not no. so bad. Yeah, that's brilliant. So bad. Okay, well, we'll bring you in now, James, if that's okay. Before we go through the starting lineup, your your thoughts on last night and also the decision two games in a row to bring off Sykes when arguably he's been our most influential player. Yeah, it's it's hard to sort of um, remove that from the overall piece, really. Um, but there's elements of the game that we've kind of seen many times, well, not many times, but... <laughs> <laughs> excuse me several times before um with Liam Manning's teams they're just they're just really inconsistent within a 90 minute period of a game and they're playing well in patches but then almost like the flip side of that is there's patches where they're just maddeningly I wouldn't say bad but just kind of almost disjointed um like you said I thought it, it almost got kind of ignored in the end because of how Blackburn went on to play, but I thought that yeah, like uh, Matt said, they they started pretty well. <coughs> got down got down the flanks a couple of times. Um, Tommy looked dangerous. He had a couple of sort of couple of sights, um, and 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 they looked to be controlling the ball quite well. And then all of a sudden, just sort of Blackburn clicked into gear. Um, the way they were popping it around, I thought Smodix. I know he got he, he was a bit quiet in the second half, and he got a bit annoyed and got booked for descent and whatnot. But I thought Smodix had a really good first half. Yeah. Um, just kind of just playing, just playing off Ennis. Um, kind of, I mean, you could say what you kind of would like Andy Vyman to do um, if he could. But that sort of sort of lively number 10 um, drops deep, goes ahead of the striker. Just a real sort of menace. The centre-backs didn't quite know how and when to track him. Do you think it's a case and just of... The way uh, they were moving- do you think it's a case with this sort of inconsistency um, in terms of performance levels? Is it a case of them getting used to Manning, them getting used to the way he wants them well, to play? Well, it has to be, doesn't it? It, 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 it? I mean, it's the only it's the only sort of logical conclusion you can draw from it because, and look, and I know people are cynical about this, but you can only take it at face value, okay? And, <laughs> and also, having spoken to, you know, people around the club, Everyone is love. Every, everyone is enjoying what is happening. Okay, there is a there is a there is a case, and of course, again, cynical people may look at this and be, "Oh, you're being fed the party line and all this." But I can assure you, as far as I'm aware, the players are really enjoying what is being what is kind of trying to be put into place in the sense that they're really enjoying being given extra knowledge, all the preparation, all the tactical decisions. Um, all the little tweaks that are being made, all this that they kind of didn't have before. Because you, you have to remember as well, with like new generation of players, they do get a lot of this earlier on. So they're not they're not they're not all on the off the cuff. Like 
players of the past a little bit. They like the tactical mm. element of the game. It's just kind of part of part of the football heritage. I mean, kids growing up now, more kids growing up now enjoy tactics than well, the, previous generations. The, the football manager era, isn't it? <laughs> well, there's a bit. Yeah, that, that, I'm sure that bleeds into it. Um, but but it's just like you know, people like Tommy Conway, Sam Belt. They're enjoying all kind of what's happening. Um, you do just get the feeling at times it's like they're overthinking things a little bit in split second decisions whereby mm. they're conscious of trying to do things that maybe they haven't quite done before. And it's not so obvious, but it's just that kind of momentary hesitation leads to leads to a slight breakdown in things. I mean, Liam Manning said last night they were too emotional after the first, after the first goal and that, and that led. Oh, have, I, have I gone? By the way, no, you're still no, there, mate. No. Okay, sorry, sorry. The the picture's frozen. Um, but they were too emotional after the first goal, and it kind of it did get very raggedy, didn't it? After that, after um, mm. after Sigurdsson put them ahead, uh, and you were kind of like willing half time on because you just wanted them to get in and regroup. But I think that the first half for me was the first time since he's been at the club, and you can sort of maybe consider QPR in that, where you kind of thought. I'm not really sure what's going on here. Do you know what I mean? There wasn't really, you know, you could, you, there's a lot, in all, in all the games previous, even when they were sort of losing, Southampton, I guess, you kind of saw what was trying to happen. But, 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 but last night, up until the, the triple substitution, then the goal, and then all of a sudden they became good, you can't, it was sort of, you, you were, you were a little bit concerned about the way they were going. Um, just the way they were playing, and, and 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 it could have sort of gone two, three nil at one point. But I guess you have to, I guess you have to flip it and then say, well, look, the fact they did play so well between minutes sixty and eighty-two or whatever, um, it's there. Do you know what I mean? It is yeah. there. It's just extrapolating it over a bigger period in a game. Mm. And just trying to nail nail certain actions and jewels that that in in in, in the defensive end that are all of a sudden not quite happening. So I'm still I'm still on the very much on the optimistic end of everything because mm. I can see it is there in some capacity. It just needs to be more over a longer period longer period of time. I don't the think the issue he has. A, Sorry, go on. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's particularly anything new. Um, over the last couple of years, we've played well for a half and then switched off for a half. So we, we've always had that sort of inconsistency problem. And very often on the podcast, we'll say, right, well, first half we were an eight, and second half we were a four, um, or vice versa. But um, I, I can see see absolutely where where you're coming from. What I found last night and on previous games as well, like, and I get maybe a bit too hung up on formations, but I couldn't work out what formation we were playing, whether it was uh, one formation in attack, one formation in defence, and whether it was 4-4-2 on average or what, I, I'm not entirely sure. But how did you see it last night? Well, it was. It, it, I would say out of possession, they were a 4-2-3-1. Well, no, actually, that's not strictly true. <laughs> they started see, out... It's difficult, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. <clears throat> but Arteta, Mikael Arteta said something the other day. I didn't, he wasn't playing, I didn't was he? No, but he he said something about basically formations are an outmoded concept. And right. It's, okay. And it's, too, it's too basic a way of understanding football in, in 2023 um, because everything changes in game. So the concept of a team being to simplify it to the absolute nth degree, 
it's not, you know, a team can't be a 4-4-2 for an entire game. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't happen like that anymore. So you have in-possession system, out-of-possession system, certain system for when a, a team is attacking from the left, certain system when a team is attacking from the right and vice versa, you know, uh, as in when you're in possession. So I think broadly it was a 4-2-3-1, but then you had Jason Knight often alongside Tommy Conway, yeah. particularly when they were trying to press. Um, so it's, it's <coughs> in many ways, it's kind of interesting to talk about, but at the same time, I think there's parts of it that are a little bit of a, a little bit irrelevant because you can tie yourself up in knots at times. Yeah. Um, because ultimately, you know, it's, it's about the 11 men on the field doing the specific jobs dependent on the specific scenario. Yeah. Just going to bring Dell into the conversation. Dell. So I was watching on Robin's TV. It was really interesting to hear Naki Wells and Carl Naismith doing the commentary because Carl, in particular, was being very critical, and a number of times he did say that the gaffer won't be happy with that. I don't know if you were on Robin's TV as well, Dale? No, no, I I wasn't uh, lucky enough to get. I got and did watch it on iFollow last night on the Blackburn Ravers. Um, right, okay. and it was interesting actually. To be honest, with you I didn't um, just change it slightly, but the even though we um, I think the first thirty-five minutes of the first half we went we didn't play with any intensity. The the Blackburn commentary were um, were basically saying we were the better team, um, and the goal was against the run of the play. So um, you know, it's strange how you you know different you know people with different uh, opinions. But I didn't I, like I say going back. I didn't hear about Nate uh, uh, I did see obviously comments on social media what Nate said. Mm. Uh, but Blackburn again, you know, at the end of the game last night, they were saying uh, on I follow the fact that um, you know they were fortunate to get the win. So. Even though we we as Bristol City supporters felt we didn't play well last night, yeah. Blackburn, you know, feel that they they were fortunate to get the three points. Yeah, Matt. The comments from Carl were around mainly around Max keep going long, and he said that nine times out of ten that's going to come straight back. We should be playing out from the back and retaining the ball. Yeah, it it kind of felt that he must have been told that just because of the amount of time that he was doing it. Um, and there were times where where he had to go long because he, he he didn't kind of have an option. But last night was probably the most I've seen under Liam Manning that that Max has done that, and his kicking was 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 off last night. Um, and Tommy just isn't going to win headers against six foot five, six foot six centre halves, um, and bring the ball under control from that point of view. So we were just surrendering possession every time. Um, and as I said, he was a little bit wayward with his kicking as well. Um, so, yeah, it, it was, as I said, I can't believe he wasn't being told to do that just because of the sheer sheer number of times that it happened. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. Were, sorry for to jump in on that. They were pretty relentless in their press. And you could tell. Yeah. Like, you could tell, you could tell Smodix and Ennis, the minute that ball went back, well, even when Zach and... Um, well, Dickie had the ball. They were on him straight away, straight away. And there was a couple of times when George or Cam had the ball or even one of the midfielders, actually. And you could see as they started to turn to play the back pass, Smodix had already gone because yeah. he knew that pass was going back to one of the centre-backs. And they just squeezed them in that regard. And every time Max went long, I think I heard someone say, I need to double-check this, so don't take this as gospel. I think his, his kicking accuracy in the first half was 22%. Yeah. Um. In terms of like when he clears it, does it find a does it find a teammate? Which just you know you're just inviting pressure every time. Yeah. But in mitigation, and to be fair to Matt, 
he was getting, you know, he was having to take passes and the, the, all the avenues were closed off. So that's why he was going along. So I, when Cal, by the way, Cal Naismith's voice is, I heard a few sort of highlights later on after the game. His voice is just perfect for TV, isn't it? It's just, <laughs> it's, it's just sensational tones. But, 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 but. Um, I, so I don't think it was part of the game plan necessarily. Annoyingly, I should have asked Liam about this, but um, I just think they were they they were a little bit overwhelmed by Blackburn's press, and it was kind of the best release foul they had was just just to knock it over the top. I mean, you could argue maybe that was a way because if you've got Smolix and Ennis coming onto you, you just pop it over the top. All of a sudden, you've got a ten v eight or whatever. But um, you know, I don't. But know. It, I, it wasn't I, flat, was it? It was. It was just <laughs> pumped up it was in right, a fl- right, floaty right. fashion that we were just never going to win the ball um I tell they, you, the other time they, they forced him onto his left foot a lot as yeah well. they did and actually james a few times he had balls back from zach viner in particular to his left you think yeah you you, you know where you should be playing it to him um yeah well, I, I think I, a lot of that i think a lot of that was the and pressure again, that's not to absolve anyone of sort of not being doing their jobs but i do think Blackburn were very good, certainly up to the up to City's first goal. Very good, yeah. and then all of a sudden, incidentally, if you're a Blackburn fan, by the way, where did they the change in their approach from going two 0 up to when they were two one down, and then all of a sudden they looked absolutely shocking yeah, on the did. ropes. It yeah, was they bizarre. Did. Like I couldn't believe, and like all the fans sat to because there was a load of Blackburn fans sat to my left. They were tearing their hairs out, tearing their hair out. They couldn't. Is there an element as well, though, James, that the two nil up, they take the foot off a little bit, yeah, and also possibly. from our point of view, it's kind of almost got nothing to lose. We, yeah, exactly. But um, I think I think it's, it's a fair comment about the the press. Um, yeah, I, I thought Schmodin. And it's said, not something really they've encountered yet from memory. A lot of teams have almost allowed the defence to have the ball. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been kind of once it goes into midfield, bang, then they're on. Whereas Zach and, I mean, Rob Dickey, certainly in the second half, he started stepping up a lot more, didn't he? And there was a couple of moves he sort of, when he, he meandered his way through. But certainly in the first half, they just didn't get any, didn't get any change in possession at all. Yeah. Mm. I know you've got to go shortly, James. So before we um, <clears throat> move on to the, to the team and the, 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 the minutes, etc. Um, any, Thing, any news for for Saturday in terms of players coming back? Um, I know it's only only a few days away now, but a couple were were there or thereabouts. Well, the two the two that were there. Well, sorry, that's not true actually because I know Cal had a, is, is having or he's probably had it by now. I don't know if he said it on telly he's having a scan this week. Didn't hear um, anything. <laughs> but I don't think he's quite there. Naki would be the one. Um, I think they 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 had half a hope a week ago that this or last night. Um, would have been one for Naki, but I think he might be involved on Saturday if things come through okay. by the end of the week. But I think he'd be, he'd be the only one. Tell me, I don't, I don't think Hayden Roberts not ready yet. Ross McCrory's obviously not ready yet. Rob Atkinson's not ready yet. Eamon obviously isn't. Andy King. Um, Andy King possibly, but again, I'm not. He wasn't overly pessimistic when talking. I'm sorry, overly optimistic when yeah. talking about that. Um, last week. So I don't think it will be a massively different squad, which in many ways kind of taps into the to the problem. And obviously it's something that Nigel had previous to that is like, okay, so on that performance, you kind of want to make some changes to A, freshen things up if you're worried about energy levels, 
and also individuals if you don't perform you come out of the team but like really what changes can be made honestly that that, that, that you think is going to make the team or going to put the team in a better position to win the game on Saturday outside of the 11 that started like I mean Gardner Hickman will probably come in um I'm not sure. Mimetti did okay. I, I think, thought Mimetti did okay when he came up. Yeah, I think Anis and Cornick will both start. You reckon, yeah? Yeah, I'd be really surprised if not, especially following sort of Liam's comments afterwards. But um, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think both will. Because Sam, Sam Bell's just not. But again, any it, kind it was of a weird one because I thought in in that first ten minutes, he 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 saw the ball quite a bit. Mm. And and him and Cam linked up a couple of times. He went behind. There was a cross that almost found Tommy that the keeper just padded away. And and I was like, oh, Sam's and Sam. And then Sam's on it a bit today. And then it just he just started to fade away a bit, um, which was which was frustrating. But yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree that those those changes could could be made. But it's not. There's nothing like sort of far reaching. Not vastly there, different. Or no, if you're right, yeah. Because it's basically it's like the substitutes that come on at 60 minutes or whatever, 70 minutes, they then start. And then the guys that don't start, they're then the subs that come on at 60 and 70 minutes. It's just kind of this sort of two interchangeable things. So, it, 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 you know, he's, he's in a position that, you know, we've known has always been the case for, 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 for quite some time when, when Nigel's at the club, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tricky one. He did say something interesting last night. He said that, <laughs> excuse me. He said that team selection is the hardest part of his job. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. and I thought, well, that's an interesting thing to say because he also said about some of the subs that he brought on that they were they sort of felt a bit slighted not starting, so he kind yeah. of wanted them to prove him wrong. And I was just kind of curious as to who that could be. Um, it I, wasn't. I thought possibly Hickman, possibly Gardner Hickman. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, all, all of them probably. Well, yeah, all of them to a degree. I mean, Ephraim Uboa, 17. It'd be a yeah, big time of him if he's knocking on the door saying, Gaffer, why am I starting? But um, <laughs> it's it's kind of, yeah, I mean, Cornick may look at it, although obviously Tommy scored on Tommy scored on the weekend. So, but yeah, I guess, I guess Anis, Anis may be one who's thinking, look, I've, I've, I've had a couple of cameos now where I've come on and done stuff. Yeah. You haven't started me for a while now. Um, so, yeah, pr- Possibly all the well, Andy Vyman, he did say before the game that he has to protect him a bit, fitness wise. So that's okay. why he didn't, he didn't start. Um, well, so, with, yeah. with with January coming up as well, players like Mametti, for example, they might be you know wanting more game time. Um, so maybe there's a, a a question mark there. But as we are only 17 days away from the January transfer window, James, I expect to see a lot of rumor mills starting to get wound up in on uh, on social media. Any any random players in Europe that we're looking at? <laughs> no, yeah, no. I'll be honest. I haven't really had a chance to have a proper sort of like uh, sniff around. If you're sorry, it's a terrible term. But like they, <laughs> they got linked with the the, the Bath City winger yesterday, didn't they? Um, but I don't think there's anything in that. Um, the and, Bath City winger? Did you say? Uh, hang on, I've completely forgotten the lad's name. Sorry, that's terrible. Um, oh, what's his name? Someone, but no, he's been brilliant for Bath City. There's a, a load of EFL clubs have been watching him. Uh, 22 year old, um, but I, I don't think there's anything in that. Um, so I'm so I'm led to believe. Um, I think they want to do two. I think they want to do two um, striker and a terms or loans. That's a great question. That is a great question. And you Thank know you. what? It, it's prob. It's probably not fully set in stone yet. 
Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there is at least one loan. Jordan think, Thomas? Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, that's his name. Sorry. Um, yeah, Jordan Thomas. Yeah. So don't, 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 don't believe everything you read. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah Swan, I, I, apparently Swansea are looking at him. Uh, so Swansea are one of the many clubs chasing non-league sensation Jordan yeah, Thomas. I think, of, I think it's a case of young lads playing really well in like really well in the league. Um, if you're an EFL scout in the area, you're just going to go and watch him, aren't you? And then what happens is people see all these scouts watching this lad put two and two together. Yeah, yeah. Must be trying to sign him. It, I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's anything more than that. But he is, you know, people who kind of watch Bar City a lot tell me that he is playing exceptionally well, and they wouldn't be surprised if he did move a lot higher up the pyramid very quickly. Well, so is that. Um, so is that Porter's head time striker? Is it Elliot Feltham? Feltham, you and yeah. Elliot. Um, yeah. I don't know how okay. many goals he scored this season, but he seems to score a hat trick every time I <laughs> I look at the results. I can only imagine the meltdown if they signed the with 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 due yeah. respect. I can only imagine the meltdown if all of a sudden they unveiled first signing of January. Yeah, a lad from, from Porter said, and a lad from Bath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. but yeah, but I think they've tried to we're keep... rubbing their hands at the bed sheets going out the door. <laughs> Ethan Feltham, yeah, Ethan, yeah. The um the, the interesting thing was I was having a chat with someone today. I was wondering about this before I came with you guys. Um, is kind of are we at the situation whereby the hierarchy might start to worry a bit and it might accelerate plans more so than they have wanted to, just to kind of get everything a bit more on a level. It's a possibility. It's well, a possibility. I mean, I I obviously always take the positives, and last night we. We did show some resilience, um, and I think, barring some maybe some better finishing and some good defending and goalkeeping, we could have come away with a point quite easily last night. And that was that would be a very sort of different conversation: a draw away at Blackburn and then a win on Saturday, and everything's rosy. So well, it's it, fi- fine margins in football. Yeah, especially if they look if they come from two. I know it's hypothetical and irrelevant, yeah. really. But if they come from two 0 down to draw two two. We're all of a sudden talking about that fight back, resilient squad togetherness, yeah. ability to react. You know, even when they're down, they sort of get back up, punching. But they just, they just couldn't quite get it done. And you probably then go back to the substitution conversation mm. as well. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, James, do you need to chip off, or you got? Yeah, it's just over the road, but I do have to leg it to go right. and get it. To you go. Home, so. Thanks so much, James, for joining us. We'll speak soon. Time, Thanks, we'll James. Soon. Cheers, Cheers, Bye. Right, okay, a bit of admin then. Uh, Rob Newman, I think we mentioned this on the weekend. It's actually his 60th birthday today. Um, Albert Adoma is 36 today as well. And a uh, friend of the show, Ian Aitchison, is uh, is 55 today. So happy birthday to him. Right, to the starting lineup yesterday. Uh, Max in goal. So I've got this down as a 4-4-2, but whatever the formation was. Max and then Tanner Viner, Dickie Pring, Sykes-Williams, James Bell. And then it seemed to me like Knight was more going forward than anywhere else. So I've got Knight and Conway up top, but we've already spoke about the the sort of formation and I know... Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't think it James. was a two necessarily with Knight. He was certainly it's closer a, to it's the it. Fur- but... It's the furthest forward I've seen him yeah. on average. Yeah, he no, seemed I, would, to be, I, would, um, I would agree, but they weren't working as a... I wouldn't say they were working as a two from that point of view. No. Dell, no. Um, obviously we, we, we do get hung up on formations and it sounds like we need to stop, stop doing that so much, but... Uh, I, it, looking at it, you know, on TV, it's always hard to picture it, but it did seem to be quite fluid. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I think it. I don't think there was any change really formation wise of what he's played in the last few games. Um, I think the the only selection I probably would have I thought was a bit strange was Gardner Hickman obviously not starting over Williams. Uh, that was the one for me. I thought a bit of a bit of energy, a uh, bit of vision, um, because he is he's probably the one player out of you know out of James Williams out of the three really that can pick a pass, a forward thinking pass, penetrating pass, and break the lines. Uh, in his energy levels as well, so and he gets around the pitch and more of that at the three than than, than James and Williams. So um, that was the one out of the three. Really, I was a bit surprised that you know, sorry, the one out of the uh, starting selection. I was surprised that he he should have started. But there it's was an that. interesting one that one because it 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 starts to feel a little bit like he's third choice out of his those midfield three because that's a couple of times that that Gardner Hickman hasn't started in preference for. The others and and like you, I'm surprised because of the energy, the legs and and the the, the eye for a pass, um, dead ball as well. I think he offers us more than Joe Williams is is mm. offering. So I'm surprised at that one. Yeah. See, I I, I um I actually wasn't surprised that Williams started. I thought uh, away at Blackburn, a team in in the ascendancy. I think Williams was in there just to upset them a little bit. Um, so I wasn't surprised and I thought, you know, once we get into the game a bit more in the second half that Taylor Gardner Hickman would come on. So yeah, different, different viewpoints there. Um, yeah, just got the yellow kit. Yellow kit was back last night. I don't know why we didn't play in black, but there we go. Um, right into the minutes then first minute loose ball pounced on by Tommy Conway and he lashes one left footed. It takes a deflection and the keeper saves it, but a good show of confidence, Matt, to get the shot away in the early goings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tommy was one of those that James has talked about being excited with the the kind of process and and what they're doing. Um, Talked about how he's working closely with, with the coaches. Um, on a couple of things. So yeah, it was, it was, it was a bright start. Six minute Dell. It's a poor clearance from Max that gives Blackburn an opportunity. And that was an unforced error. Number one. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Again, it was, is it, I mean, I, I don't know. Is it a lack of concentration or focus at times with Max or sometimes? I don't know. I mean, I like, I like Max, you know, I think he's a good, you know, you'll probably come on to it a, Later on, I expect because there are people now starting to question whether they think he's he's you know he's a bit more competition as a number one. Um, I think competition is needed and and it's healthy. I think yeah. I saw Stefan Badgick on the bench um, during the game and he just looked like what am I doing here? Kind of had that sort of look on yeah. his face. I know he's probably cold, but <laughs> yeah. um, I think you can you become a bit too comfortable, can't you? Uh, yeah, you know. If, if you get Not that I'm saying he has become yeah. too comfortable. I just think. Having competition and having the, the at least a, a risk of being dropped, Matt. Mm. I'll come to you now on this. Um, it breeds complacency a little bit. Yeah, I I don't think Magic is um, of a level to challenge Max. Um, I do think, and I thought last night that if we go back to what we were doing before under Nigel Pearson with Dan Bentley and Max O'Leary, and it seemed if there was a little bit of a drop in performance, that mm. the other one would come in. Mm. I think if Dan Bentley was still here, Dan Bentley would be playing at the moment. I don't think Max is at the top of his game. Um, I think there's a degree of casualness at times. Um, last night, there was a couple of balls into the box where... I mean, I'll be completely honest with you. I don't know what the crowd was, 
but it, it was it looked tiny um and you know from our following i don't know maybe 300 but it was quiet so you could hear max wasn't shouting um and and for me at the moment he's not making saves even their first goal the the guy takes a couple of touches before putting it past max and he's not making the saves that win you points at the moment he's not you can't blame him for the goals but he's not making the saves that we need the points. Um, and it's something I've often said about Max. Unusually, because you, everyone talks about Max O'Leary in the Villa game, when he was absolutely outstanding and made worldie after worldie, you don't see that from Max at the moment. Um, and I absolutely think we will upgrade on a goalkeeper in the summer. I really do. I'd be amazed if we don't. Seventh minute, go, go, Dale. Sorry, sorry. Oh, Pat, go back to that quickly. I remember that, that Villa game well, because walking out of the ground, the Villa fair said, there was one guy who watched, um, he'd been watching Villa for, I don't know, 30, 40 years, and he said it was probably one of the best performances he's seen at Villa Park yeah. as a goalkeeper. But at that time, though, Matt, he was trying to break into the team, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, he had something to prove. And and it's, you know, your, your point, Patch, there is no pressure on him. You know, we, we saw Badgick in that game against Lincoln, and he looked a million miles away from being a championship level. Um, I watch him warm up. I don't. You know, I don't see anything there. Um, and yeah, Max just doesn't have competition for me. And so, um, you know, maybe that's an area that they need to look at as well from a, yeah. a loan perspective. And that was the 13th of April, 2019. There you go. Yeah, that's exactly. Well. Uh, Dale, two excellent blocks in the seventh minute in, in the space of a couple of seconds from Zach Viner on the edge of the box. Really important to make those. Yeah, yeah, we we did start really well. I remember that it was another another really good uh, block. Um, I thought, you know, like I said, the first half an hour we 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 were okay without playing with real intensity. We looked quite comfortable, but um, yeah, no, I really good block from Zach. Um, you know, we come to expect that now, and it was uh, a good bit of defending. Yeah, ninth minute, Matt. It's Knight playing an excellent ball into Sam Bell and Bell looks to have taken a shot but at full stretch he kind of steers it over so I don't know if it was a cross or a shot but it wasn't actually that far away on the replay yeah I think it was a shot um and and I know what James was saying about Sam but but he just he doesn't look the player that we saw in those games in and around the Swansea game he he seems a player lacking in confidence um me and Andy were talking about it last night. You know, I, th I think he's a lad that in the summer needs to build up, build his sort of body weight and and muscle. You don't you don't want him to then lose the speed, which is yeah. his main attribute. Um, and actually, I don't I don't think he's a left sided wide player from that perspective. I know he's playing as a three. You come inside, but we are giving him the ball and expecting him to to almost act as a, a wide midfielder, aren't we? And mm. I don't know that that suits his game at all. Him and Tommy are both sort of natural finishers in terms of their mm. time through the academy. So yeah, it's it's he kind of has sort of found himself out on that left L, hasn't he? Yeah. By by default over the last sort of you know season. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, you look at this. What was it February onwards? He would play it when he broke into the team, the FA Cup game against West Brom, and he just was playing on five against Man City. He gave the the you know the fullback Rico Williams a real Rico Lewis a real hard time, um, and he's you know even the start of the season he looked he looked good. I think he was a top goal scorer at one point, and he just seems to have lost that confidence at the moment. And um, 
you know, there was a couple of, you'll probably go on to it, but there was a couple of counter-attacks where we had most of the ball first half, where actually it came from Sam losing the ball just from a simple pass, just to like a six-yard, eight-yard pass into a teammate, which he's he just gave the ball away. So um, he's obviously lacking a little bit of confidence and a bit of belief at the moment. But, you know, there's a player there, and I'm sure he'll come back. But again, you know, you, you look at it and thinking, you know, with Tommy and Sam, you know, they, they need more support out there. You know, uh, if they're going to play, I, I'd like to see us go back to a two up top, but I mean, we might, you know, come on to that later because I think Tommy, if you're going to play him, he needs to play as a two, either with Naki oh, or... We co- we're constantly or saying that all the time. Yeah. Um, 15th minute, Matt Williams dispossesses the Blackburn attack really well and it comes to Tommy Conway. He takes a couple of touches and then right foot shot is just over. That was a really good opportunity um, and, and yeah, uh, Tommy would want to hit the target there. They did a lot of that, getting getting the foot in and, and winning it back. Um, you know, James talked about the Blackburn press, but I thought we we did well on our our press, not necessarily from the the front point of view, but certainly the midfield. And and as I say, Rob Dickens, Zach Viner stepping in. Um, Tommy caught it really well, um, yeah. and it it moved a fair bit as well, um, and 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 showed potentially, you know, the, the confidence that he's starting to gain again. He's gone for power. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, gone for yes, power yeah, there. absolutely. And, we know and, and that's got, kind of his style. That's longer. the way he yeah. scored that goal up at Rotherham, uh, the first yeah. one. Um, but yeah, you just thought after that, right, we're in this now. This It's going to come. Uh, 19th minute, the game is wide open now. Smodic chance up one end and then Knight takes his man on, but his cross is dealt with. So it did become... A little bit bas- basketball-esque, Dale, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It became a bit, little bit stretched uh, at times. Um, and again, like I said earlier, I think uh, some of that came from where we had possession of the ball and we, we gave it away cheaply. And then they broke and they got in a couple of times. But um, yeah, and, and then we the night chance as well did well. Um, but yeah, we were well in the game. And, and we, were, we looked quite comfortable, really, without, again, playing with that real intensity. So, yeah. Okay. Um, 29th minute now, Matt. Max is going long on his kicks and it keeps coming back. Wells and Cal on commentary are slating him for doing it. I was being a bit over the top there, but uh, they, they were mentioning it. Um, we've already touched on that. Then Dickie gives away a free kick on the edge of the box and Smodic's free kick is just wide. So good techniques from Smodic, but just wide on that one. Yeah, I thought, obviously, we don't have the, the, the privilege of a, a replay. I, I thought he was a little bit unlucky, Dickie. Um, I'd be interested to know if it was a, a foul. Um, and we could see that it was going to be schmodics all day long yeah. and that they were going to shift the ball in. Uh, Matt, I think Max had it covered. He was um, he was a proper moaner, schmodics last night, <laughs> constantly in the ref's ear, moaning about Max taking his time. Um, all right, he, he, he obviously... I don't know whether he would have felt he had a point to prove or not because we never saw enough of him and it wasn't a fan's decision as to yeah. him not not playing for us. But he's very, very intrinsic to the way that they play. Um, he, you know, he was buzzing around all over the place, linking up. And they did it a couple of times. As I said, I really liked the, the lad number 23, um, Wharton. I thought he was excellent. Um, and they 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 probably overplayed a little bit at times Blackburn. They went a little bit too cute um, when they had better, excuse me, better options that, that may have opened this up. Yeah. There can't be many uh, championship and above teams where they've got brothers playing in the same team. No, I, I, I guess that they were brothers. Yeah, because it's quite an unusual name, isn't it? I don't know. Where, I mean, it might be up, up in no, Blackburn. They are. It's like, they are they brothers, are, are they? Yeah, yeah. 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 Toby yeah. referenced it in commentary. Yeah. 
Yeah, I thought he was excellent though, Patch. He looked really comfortable on the ball, did it simply, got around the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Then the goal comes, Dell, uh, 35th minute. Pressure has told for Blackburn. All I've got written here is ping, 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 and Sigurdsson is in and scores uh, with the assist from Sami Smodic. Yeah, there was a couple of, I think, like you said, Patch, was three, three quick passes. Um, and it was just in that pocket, wasn't it? Someone just dropped in. Uh, I think it I was similar, so I think it was whoever scored dropped in, I can't recall. And it just didn't got yeah. yeah, just in behind Matty James, who just in, in between James and Viner. Um, and it's just a quick pass, and then he's in. And again, you know, like I said, Matt, I thought like Matt alluded to earlier, I think Max could Max could have come a little bit um off his line a bit quicker. Um, but yeah, we just switched off, and it was just that little error in, in between the that pocket space in between the the centre backs and the midfield. And um, I just thought Matty James just a, just could have had a little quick look over his shoulder and dropped a little yeah. bit deeper, really. But um, yeah, avoidable goal, really. And again, at a time when I thought it was against the run of play, so yeah, yeah, I thought Sigurdsson was was good, worked well with Smodic, Matt, and he's on loan from CSKA Moscow. Um, so yeah, loan players, loan market, something to look at, surely. Good, good player seemed to be a little bit didn't want to take take us on um looked always kind of play inside but obviously it, it worked for them and yeah I, I agree with what Dell said in terms of we you know we, we've got to be picking that run up I think Zach switched off a little bit as well um so it was a disappointing goal to concede okay uh and then it was really getting to half time at one nil I think it was uh just making sure we didn't concede another one getting at half time and see see what can come out the other end but uh Halftime summary from Tom Northern Tom, sponsored by the Bang Bang Podcast. <laughs> I've added that bit in there. Um, if seriously though, if you are looking for a short, sharp um podcast, bit of entertainment, uh, you don't have to like wrestling because the first 20 minutes at least is just Christmassy banter. And swearing. <laughs> um, check out Bang Bang Podcast. Andy Hall, who's been on the podcast many times. Um, there's a there's a uh, an episode every day in the run up to Christmas, but check that one out. And there's one from me in there as well. Dent Magic, your Bristol based car body repair company. Visit us at Cribs Causeway or Central Bristol, or we can even come to you with our mobile service at your home or workplace. Have you got a scuff, scratch, or dent on your vehicle? Dent Magic can fix them all. If you need the magic touch for your vehicle, visit www.dentmagic.net to get your quick quote online today. Right. Uh, here we go. Are you ready? City started the half off reasonably well with some good passing and some good movement. The interceptions and winning the ball back was impressive, although the only real threat from two Conway shots early on. Rob Dickey impressive again with his running out of the back. Jason Knight showing his willingness to run forever at times and one of the few players to be able to get past a man. However, in the whole, it wasn't a great half for City or Blackburn for that matter. The goal came from a well-worked move from Blackburn with Smodic providing the heel turn and getting the assist to put Blackburn one up. City need to show no mercy in front of goal in the second half. Okay, into the second half then. 51st minute, Jason Knight picks up a harsh booking after sliding into a tackle but catches the leg. Then Blackburn go two up. No one defender taking responsibility to pick up the runner on the corner and it's a set piece header from Scott Wharton and the assist from his brother, Adam. Dell, never nice to see a goal conceded from a corner and also with no one on the post. Old school, I know, but I like to see players on the post. 
Yeah, he, he, he came in, didn't he, the Warburton? He came in a, a bit on the run, um, and we looked flat-footed. I think he actually got across two defenders, where well, he outjumped two defenders, uh, two players who were stood, stood still. And like you said, Patch, no one on the post. But, it, yeah, really disappointing, and a really soft goal as well. Really, really poor goal. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think we were alluding to in the WhatsApp group last night, weren't we, the fact that we've, you know, how many times we've seen that over the last couple of seasons, set pieces, conceding poor goals. Um and just a lack of um, lack of resilience, really, at defending at set pieces. But yeah, I mean, it's too easy, really. Way, way too easy. We haven't conceded many goals from set pieces recently, Matt, to my knowledge. And I think we went through a spell probably last season where we kept conceding from set pieces. Uh, but yeah, this this is something we need to squash quite quickly. I'm sure there was a stat that that actually we were at the right end of the table from that point of view. Yeah. Um, if you watch it back, and and I I don't know whether we're marking zonally or 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 I mean it seems to me that that we are, but Zach sees him, and then kind of moves away from him, and then he's I don't even know who, who he was. Um, I think Campring had George, him originally. Tanner, um, but but Zach's looking at him. The bit I found strange: you you've got Sykes on the front post, but no one on the back post. <laughs> um, or he certainly, I don't know if he was on the post for the corner, but he was in there when the ball was put in the net. But yeah, just the, I mean, it wasn't even a difficult header, was it? You know, he just literally has to get up, mm. direct it down, and it's in the back of the net. Um, and like James said, I then was thinking this could be three or four. Um, and a, a, and that's a the good thing. That's the positive knocker. to take, Matt, isn't it? Because we haven't been hammered. I can't think of the last yeah, time we it, were hammered. It's. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll go on and talk about it, but there, there's a lot, a lot of negativity on social media at the moment. Um, I wrote about it the weekend that Liam Manning needs to sort of win over some of the fans. Um, I I don't like to hear chants last night, Nigel Pearson's cider army and stuff. Um, but when you see that that sort of performance from what I don't know, minute fifteen on up until that goal you can absolutely understand the frustrations because it just wasn't good enough. It was, we didn't, you know, you, you said patch about the ratings, probably that period, there were lots of fours and very few playing at a level. The the exceptions I would have said would be Dickey um, and Knight within that period of time. Even Sykes, he wasn't, wasn't particularly doing anything. Um, so, yeah. 54th minute, Knight ball into Conway, and he connects well, but too much across the keeper, Dell. Um, we saw Conway have a similar opportunity at the weekend, and he went near post. This time he's gone far post, but too much on that on that one across the keeper. Yeah, it, it, it was, uh, I think it actually, if, well, Matt would probably know, but it, I think that when the, the pass was played through, it actually got, a, we got a bit fortunate because it got deflected off a Blackburn player. Slightly, yeah. Tommy's path, yeah, and um, and he's hit it first time on the run. Um, and like you said, he's gone far to the back post, put it in the far corner, and um, just narrowly wide. But yeah, good, good movement, um, and a good strike, and just unfortunately just pulled it, pulled it too far wide. I thought it was in all the way. I thought mm. it was in all the way. Oh yeah. Just, just felt from, and it, obviously it was at our end. Mm. You just felt he'd beat the keeper, and it was going to nestle into the, the corner of the net. Yeah. Mm. And then on the 57th minute, it's a triple substitution. It's Conway, Bell, and Williams coming off. Uh, Cornick, Mametti, 
and Taylor Gardner-Hickman coming on, all fairly like for like, uh, but we seem to shift, and I'm, I'm going to stop talking about formations one day, I promise, <laughs> but we seem to shift to more of a 3-4-3, three, three, um, and it, it gave immediate results, really. Uh, 58th minute, it's 2-1. Gardner-Hickman pounces on a loose ball, repeats it to Jason Knight. He thinks about shooting, but pokes it through to Sykes, who's running in from the right-hand side, and he hits it first time. The keeper gets to it slightly, but the power sends it near to the top corner of the net, Matt, and we're we're back in the game. Good move. Good, good, um, you know, the, the pressure that we put on, um, as you say, the, the, the ball from Knighty into Sykes, and, and a good finish. Um, again, like Tom is, because it was that corner, you're thinking, "Oh my God, has he has he done it? Has he scored?" But g- good finish, um, and yeah, a- absolutely back in it. And you did then think, right? We let's let because because Blackburn had definitely dropped off a level, mm. so you did feel that there was definitely something in the game for us. Yeah, Dow, it was a it was a real good moment watching on because you you just thought, right, that looks completely like we the way we should be playing. Ping, 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 a bit like the Blackburn. Uh, second goal and a night sorry night sykes um has been so important for us this whole season played in virtually every position get some really important goals has got that sort of drive and brings the rest of the team uh forward as well and yeah good finish yeah we moved the ball quickly though didn't we when we won it we moved it when we didn't like james was saying earlier on about overthinking things we we didn't overthink things there played it in um Gardner Hitman into 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 night and then shifted it onto sites and a, and a first time finish and it was a really good move. Um, the only thing I would say is is I thought Blackburn became a little bit complacent out there and that that's what lets in rather than you know maybe good good play from us that came resulting really from Blackburn complete uh, complacency. But Sykes, yeah, he's been huge, hasn't he? I mean, his assists, um, he's been our most. I think when he gets the ball, he makes things happen. His crossing, um, his vision. Uh, the ability to take players on mm. and he's been a massive massive plus for this season and you're probably going to allude to it later I think we were all shocked when he came off yeah. um, the last couple of games but yeah um, he was great and you'll probably come on to it there was another lung burst in running out just later on in the game as well and he looked a real threat um, but yeah no he's been brilliant I think he's been a great signing he's just got better and better as the season's gone on Absolutely, yeah. At 64th minute, a good ball over the top from Mehmeti and a decent run from Harry Cornick, but the defender's header just has enough on it to get it back to the keeper, Matt. Uh, we saw Mehmeti um, go up a little gear, I'd say, yesterday and a great run from Harry Cornick as well. Yeah. Um, still need more of an end product from Anis. I think a couple of times he still took an extra turn inside when he, he could have delivered a cross um, or gone outside in a left footer. Um, we've seen him in training be doing that. Um, I think he's a player that Manning clearly likes. Um, and, and as I say, I wouldn't be surprised to see him start on the weekend. Um, and similarly with Cornick. Cornick, Cornick puts himself about. He, he, he wins more in the air than Tommy does. And provides more of a physical presence. The thing with Harry is that he seems to do 75% of the job really well and then 25% of it where he seems to fall over his own feet and, and it not quite materialised. But um, I haven't got it noted. A... I haven't got it noted, <laughs> but shortly after this, there was a moment where the ball came from, 
our defence, whether it was Max or someone, and it bounced in front of a Blackburn player. He's there about to control it on his chest, but Cornick just appears from nowhere yeah. and chests yeah. it forward and we're away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cornick seems to have grown a couple of inches in presence in, 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 in everything for me in the last few weeks. Yeah, he, as I say, he's, he's he's putting himself about. I don't. He's he's not the answer to what we want in terms of a physical. Um, you know, you, you take Ennis for them, a, a big lad who could control the ball, brought others into play, but could still move. So you're not you're not talking about someone. You don't want a, a just a a head on a stick that's going to go up front. You do need someone. We talked about Famara and his pomp. Um, a player that is going to bring the ball under control and 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 yeah bring others into play, but Cornick certainly had an impact last night. Yeah, seventieth minute, Knight hammers one from twenty yards, and the keeper is forced to make a great save. So yeah, Jason Jason Knight Dell smashing one in from a good twenty yards with with a good amount of power on it. It's good to see those shots coming in. Yeah, it was it was a great strike, and I think it was Aaron into the bottom corner, and the keeper. To be honest, his made, keeper's made a fantastic save. Knight's mm. um, getting Knight's getting closer, isn't he? Yeah, he, that'll be his first league goal, I think, wouldn't it? <clears throat> well, he scored against yeah, he scored against Norwich the other week, didn't he? Um, and then obviously, of course, you know, he, he had the that that Aaron chance there, and obviously he could, like Matt said, he could have easily could have you know the, the header wasn't an easy chance, but he could have had a hat trick. I mean, he's getting the positions. Um, and there is going to be a game soon where he's going to score a couple of goals. But yeah, no, that was a, you got to give the keeper credit as well because it was a fantastic save. Yeah. Uh, 76 minutes. Looked you... in all the way, Patch, from, from my end because yeah. it was right in the corner. It looked in all the way. Yeah. Yeah. 76 minute. You referenced this, Dale. Sykes bursts forward, really busts a lung <laughs> on this one. And it's over to Knight in the middle. But Knight's swivel and shot is at the keeper and saved. If that's either side, that's, that's in. And then. Literally seconds later, a pring cross and a night header is also at the keeper. Two massive chances, Matt, in the space of minutes. Yeah, the first one, I think you've got Sykesy in behind him. Um, and if he's if, if he's a he's a little bit, excuse me, a little bit like the John McGlynn goal against um Arsenal, where he kind of takes it back and swivels. It was just it was so central, so the keeper's able to make the save, but the header, we couldn't decide whether he, he got his head on it or whether it was the defender kind of almost knocking it back as well. So he was definitely in there. But yeah, as I said, could have, Knight, he could have had a hat trick. We we were so on top then. Um, and R Blackburn were rocking. They were absolutely rocking. Actually, yeah, a bit like they're on the ropes. Um, yeah. and, then, and then the moment, uh, minutes, a minute later, Sykes and Knight coming off. Um and nothing against Jaboa and Vyman coming on, but Sykes and Knight just seemed, if if anything was going to happen, it was going to come through them. And I know I just literally said that Sykes bust a lung to get down the wing, but yeah, strange strange one for me. Um, seemed odd as a viewer without the full picture. So Matt, as you were there with the full picture in your in your eye line, um, did you see any reason for the for the substitution? No, amazed. Um... Because of of how on top we were, um, and those two in particular, they they looked the threat. They looked like they would be the ones that that, that could get the goal. Um, I think um, I've not read it, but I've seen that, that James asked um, Liam Manning after the game about it, um, and he talked about legs 
um, and wanting sort of more energy on there because the amount of football that that both of them have played, and he, he talked about ninety sort of running all day, and and I get that. I just don't think the timing it, was just yeah, strange. Yeah, maybe on the eighty fifth minute. Yeah, if yeah. in if in the if in the prior eight minutes, exactly. Knight and Sykes hadn't been involved. Yeah, exactly but, that. But, they, but like they one were minute the, after, they were the key, um, the key personnel that were, were involved in. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so it was a strange one. Yeah, it was a strange one. Um, and di- and for me, it didn't work. Dale, anything to add to that? Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, obviously, like you said, we were watching it. We weren't. We had, didn't have the the um, match viewpoint, but I mean, lot watching the game as well from from the TV. I mean, these two guys, Sykes and Knight, you know, they've got an end product, haven't they? They've got conviction about them um, and belief. That, you know, they are probably probably the three players really playing at when, when any sort of belief at the moment is Sykes, Knight, and and um, uh, Dicky. Um, and um, to take those two players off was, yeah, was, was a bit of a strange one. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've seen comments as well. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Sykes has come off, um, you know, he's In come off game as well. late, yeah, for quite a few games now. Um, he's been subbed off. I don't know. I mean, some people are saying he's, he's carrying a knock. I'm not too sure if that's the case or not. Um, but when he's made a lung burst and run like that... Um, you know, just a few minutes earlier, it did seem very, very strange to take him off when he was getting in behind them. So, yeah. Matt, um, Dale mentioned Dickey as well there, and, and it was Dickey that kind of was the catalyst when they came off because he picked at the ball and burst forward a number of times, and I was sort of thinking, blimey, it'd be good to have someone like him in midfield. Um, he just yeah, seemed to not, take the ball by the horns, didn't he, Dickey? Yeah, he's not quite got the the control for a midfielder, but I know exactly what you're saying. He, he mm. Patchy was excellent. He looks like a colossus, he, doesn't he? Yeah, he was excellent. Bringing it forward. There were a number of times where he brought it forward and didn't have an option. Um, but he, he was one player that could, could go aim on that, that team coach last night and feel that he did his job. Um, yeah, I thought he was excellent. I think they flew, but um, yeah, whatever. Oh, fair enough. Uh, yeah, that that last twelve minutes plus five minutes injury time, we we had a period of sustained pressure, a series of half chances, but Blackburn and their keeper were able to answer every question, Matt, and uh, we just couldn't penetrate the back line. Yeah, Anis had a couple of good runs. I think there was one moment where his shirt was definitely being pulled, um, and he, he he stayed on his feet. Um, as I said, a couple of times he got good opportunities, but wanted to take a little bit. Yeah, got to the byline, didn't fine. he? Yeah, he had a header at the um, back post, which the keeper kind of yeah, Michael saved. I think that was right at the death. Um, mm. He had another one where he, he he clipped that cross into the back post, and Yaboa just kind of hadn't anticipated it. Um, yeah, that was it, a good cross, it, actually. That one. It, it was. It, it was. If it, Tommy it was, was on the pitch, you could argue he probably would have been there. It was interesting with Yaboa, and, and and I mean I can't what what minute was it he came on? Um, seventy eight. Seventy eight. Um, last night he looked like a lad that wasn't really sure what he was doing, and and I I think with Yaboa he needs a good league loan. That's what I would be looking to do in January um, for his development and for us. I don't I don't think he's at the level where he's going to make enough of a difference for us. Um, but Mehmeti has to know if if he gets a chance on Saturday, and ironically is against Sunderland when we've probably seen his best performance um, up at the the Stadium of Light was against 
against Sunderland, but he needs to now put in a consistent performance for the entire game or the entire time that he's on the pitch. Um, And I'd certainly expect Gardner Hickman to come in as well. Okay, right. That takes us to the end of the game. It's a 2-1 defeat. Um, And as I said earlier on, if we do get that equaliser in that period of sustained pressure and those couple of chances it's uh it's a different vibe altogether going into Sunderland um but Matt uh tell us about the ratings and we'll get a prediction from myself and Dale to add to the plethora of yep. uh of Go on, what are you going for? I'm going 5.65 Dale 5.55 okay so we have got Ever the professional we ready to go. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I'm just I'm adding yours in and then redoing the average. <laughs> the um, sizing. So we've got the what's the standard four, deviation, Matt? Four point five <laughs> um up to six point zero seven. The six point zero seven being James Pierce's. Um, oh, right, okay. I've, I've had a look at that. So we've got Deer Drooper four point five, Lisa Thornhill five. Wurzel of Oz, 5.23. Claire Roberts, 5.3. Lee Granger, 5.32. Stephen, 5.4. RJ, Richie G. Rich, 5.44. Leo Theobald, 5.45789. Robin over here, Beth Not Ruth, 5.5. Ian Gay, 5.5. Ian Edge, just Bex, he went 5.5 to 6. So, God, now your colours to your master. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Dan Healy, 5.5. Dell, 5.55. Chris, 5.64. Yourself, 5.65. Kelv, Meta Mind, 5.68. Marcus Allen, 5.7. Greg, 5.74. Adam Wyatt, 5.75. Colin Bateman, 5.8. Robert Morris, 5.9. Scott Patton, 5.9. Matthew Stratford, 5.95. The Bristol Badger, 6. Brewdog, 6. And James is a 6.07. What I will say with this is that it's very easy to take the period that we were on top and then that masks the overall performance because really for 60 minutes, we weren't good enough. We is the first game, maybe Southampton probably overall it was, but first half we had the possession over Southampton. This was a game where we were second best in the possession, which obviously was something that Liam Manning wants. So overall, I don't think it was a great performance and not a performance I would expect. Um, Max, I went five. Um, Mm -hmm. I know James went six with his ratings, but I went five for Max. Yes, I get the point that James made about the press, but I think there are times that Max did have options to play it to the side, to Cam or to George. Um, But if he was going long, he needed to go long with a driven sort of ball as opposed to floating and it coming back in. You know, if the the stats around it being 22% um, success rate, that's just nowhere near good enough. Plus, as I say, I'm not blaming him for the goal, but he's not he's not saving me points at the moment. So I've gone five for Max. Um, Campering, George Tanner, um, I went two fives, and and that was because the overall performance. Cam was blowing again. Um, I said to Andy at about 60 minutes, like he, he looked like me walking to the car. He was red faced in puffing and panting. Um, it might be slightly harsh. That might, it might be a six for, for Cam. Um, but again, I still didn't see enough 
balls into the box and him taking players on. He's still coming back inside and bringing the ball back. So from an overall performance, the reason I went five, but that could be a six. So I'll let you boys debate that. Five. Okay. Um, Zach Viner, I went five. And and Zach's was very much because I did think he, he was partially to blame for both goals. I think he got caught with the first one in behind and I think the, the the second one, he he sees that man and then comes away from him. And that might, again, my ignorance from the, the zonal side of things. Um, he brought the ball out, intercepted well. He was probably a good six had it not been for my take on the goals. So again, I might be being harsh on Zach. So um, I've gone five, but, you know, um, if I quantify that to say, Rob Dickey was once again my man of the match. I went seven. Mm. Rob actually could be an eight um, because I thought so much of the good things came through him. Um, so uh, I went uh, seven, the man of the match, but he could be an eight. Yeah, on, on Zach, I, I I feel more of a six than a five, personally. Okay. Adele, I don't know about yourself. And and yeah, Rob, Rob Dickey... Ha, I mean, if it's 2-2, two, 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 then... Then there probably would be a few eights in there because of it was Blackburn away. Yeah. Uh, but that's not Rob Dickey's fault. So I think no well, harm in giving him an eight. Dell? Dickey. Um, oh. I, I go seven because there was a there was a couple of times he got caught out when with the ball and that coming out so, just a couple of times. So. That must be a bit of a professionalist. So, that's fine. I yeah. go seven, yeah. And Zach, five or six. I go five with Vino, yeah. Okay. Matty James, Joe Williams, I went two fives. Um, It's probably a five and a half and a four and a half. Um, I thought Matty James was the better of the two, but last night I thought he looked, in comparison to the other lad, looked a little bit slow on the ball, didn't didn't follow that that run, um, and we didn't create enough centrally. That, That, for me, is an absolute area that we need to look at. Um, and Joe Williams, yeah, a couple of good interceptions, a couple of balls forward, but but ran out of steam and, again, not enough creativity from those two in the centre. So two fives for them. Um, for Sykesy and um, Sam Bell, I went seven, sorry, six for Mark Sykes and then five for Sam Bell. The six for Sykes was really because up until the 60 minutes, he didn't really do anything. Um, and I know then when he got the goal for that period of time until he then went off, he, he did look really lively. But I don't know if that was enough to justify the seven. So that was why I went the six. Um, but he, he, it was certainly, I mean, I went seven for 90. Um, and you could argue that he didn't score and went off at the same time. So... Potentially, it's possibly two sevens because of Sykes are getting the goal. So, yeah, I think two sevens. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sam Bell, I went five. Um, I, I'll qualify this as well and say there were a few fours um, in the first half um, or in the, sorry, the second part of it. But when you look at it overall, called like a day, but I went five for Sam Bell. I went five for Tommy. Did have a couple of good efforts, um, but. I don't think it hit the target with any of them. Um, 
maybe the first one the keeper got a touch on, but certainly the the, the last two. Um, so I went two fives for them. And then sub-wise, I went six for Taylor, Harry and Anis. Um, all made an impact, but made an impact that, that you would want nothing. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and go, they were electric and changed the game for us. Yeah, they made an impact. But I went, yeah, I went three sixes. Um, and for Liam, um, I went five. Um, it was, I think, probably that that period of time, our worst performance under him. QPR, I don't think you can really count because he was no. only in the door. He came um, in said hello, didn't he? Yeah, he was only <laughs> in the door. But it that that kind of performance and the result, I I I, I possibly disagree with Bigsy slightly in terms of. Yes, we need a performance, but I do actually think it's more about the result on Saturday um, because fans are already now starting to talk about looking over our shoulder. Um, I'm, I'm going to try and stay off of social media today because some of what I'm reading, I just find, well, I, I can't believe it. And um, again, you know, we'll be accused of, of happy clapping, um, Lansdowne lovers and all the rest of it. Um, I just want the club to do well. And and I do think Liam Manning, I do actually think he's the right man for the job. Um, but we, we, I keep saying it, we need to be patient. And for fans to already be on social media calling mm. for his head after six games is just seven games, just unbelievable. Um, but as I say, I also get the frustration. Um, no one will. It's easy to turn around and go, "Oh, Nigel, we would have got to come away with a point there." And our defender, <laughs> would, no, we, we don't know that. Get your crystal saw, ball out. Yeah, we saw plenty of poor games under Nigel Pearson. So you know, you can only judge on what's in front of you. Last night wasn't good enough. You can't just have twenty minutes in a championship game. You're not going to win games with twenty minutes. So average. Ooh, here we go. Five point six four, of which. Mr. Oh, Chris was on the money with 5.64. Really, Chris? Yep. Uh, it just says Chris. I'm just going to have a look now on the tweet to see if it okay. gives an, a, a different name. Um, and you were 5.65. So I'm always, pretty, I'm always so close. Well, you, you, know how, <laughs> you know how negative I am in what it's likely to be when we lose. But um, let's have a look. It was Chris. Where is Chris? I wonder if it was Chris Chard, but I don't think it is. Oh, it's it's Chris uh, Rose, I think. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, CCAMA fifteen. I think that's Chris Rose. I think he's been on the uh, pod right. Okay. Before. So, um, yeah. so yeah, Chris five point six four. Fair play. Spot on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> CCAMA fifteen. Yeah, I think that's but Chris yeah. Rose. Yeah. Okay, um, right. Well, that's it then. It's uh, a two-one defeat. Roll on Sunderland, who beat Leeds last night. As well, um, so it's going to be a, Job, yeah, going to be a yep. good good game to watch on Saturday. Um, but positive that we can pick something up. So uh, really looking forward to that. We've already kind of spoken about what we think the team might be. I think Matt, you think TGH and Mameti might start, um, and maybe even Harry Cornick. I think so. I think so. Depends on um, the form, again on the formation, but uh, leave the formation. I'd love to see but, Cor Cornick and Conway or Vyman and Conway up top, just 
just put two up front and and leave them there as two strikers, not in possession. That out of possession. is why I was surprised last night that we didn't change it. I mean, I think I think Knighty actually did go more far more centrally and further forward um, later on. But yeah, it's um, it's a big few games now, some tough games coming up as well. Hyman um, and Conway up front with Cornick, sorry, with Knight in behind, or Conway and Cornick up front with Knighty in behind. I'd like to. I'd love to just see how that pans out. Just see yeah, this for I, half an I hour. I don't think Andy Vyman's doing enough to warrant um, starting from that point of view. Um, I think last night, um, yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. Naki Wells coming back into well, if, play. If I Wells is important. available to start, then Wells and Conway up front has to be. I don't. I, do you think they'd start Wells coming back from injury? God I mean, knows. again, if you it's the old adage, isn't it? Fit enough to be on the bench, then. Um, that was my favorite, my dad's start. favorite saying. That was, was it? yeah. There you go. If he's fit enough I to do... be on the bench, or his other one is, if he's good enough, he'll be playing in the Premier League. Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> I did like. I did like the comment last night about. Um, it, it feels as though Ross McCrory is like Cafu's second coming, isn't it? Yeah, that's like, Andy. We have we have yeah. seen him. You know, you sort of think Christ is all, there's already a load, a load of pressure on this lad to come in. And He'll make his debut be on some Christmas sort Day. Of savior. The, yeah. <laughs> um, I think. The thing is, on Saturday though, we've we've got to play with we've got to play with a real intensity, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. It was it was too, and and it's something I do agree with with the, the the fans that are saying about Liam Manning's football. We are a little bit too deliberate at times, and I, and I was shouting it last night. We needed to be braver, and Liam Manning's talked about that himself. But there are times when when you need George and Cam to actually take the man on. Um, and they don't. They come back, and you're then reliant on Rob Dickey or Zach Vine. I mean, if if you're if you're Sunderland, you'd be saying, right, just need to keep an eye on Dickey, not bringing it out for one. Um, the, the midfield just isn't creating enough. But you, you're right. We we yeah, definitely it, need to be. The, the thing is, as well now, because obviously you know you go on, like you said, I try and keep off social media, but they go on this called this Manning ball, which a lot of fans are calling. <clears throat> um, you know, it's a possession game patient game of, you know, a possession-based football now style that we're playing. Whereas before under Nigel, it was a case of someone alluded to, I think yesterday about called smash and grab, where we used to sit deep, defend, and then hit teams on the counter and then play with that intensity of we're playing fast forward. But we didn't have that patience at the time. Sometimes we got away with with the counter-attacks. We, we score goals at the time. We rush in and over, you know, um, over playing passes and, you know, um, over hitting passes, whatever, and, and rushing everything. But it's getting that combination of, of having the possession, which is a difficult thing, and playing with intensity and breaking with pace as well. So it's it's trying to marry all those factors in, isn't that really? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay, right. Well, we're going to leave it there. Um, big thanks, Dale. Big thanks to James as well uh, for joining us earlier. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back on Sunday, I expect, with uh, the Sunderland post-match reaction. But for now, I'm going to leave you with uh, Burning Up the Sun from the Silhouette Showgirls. And don't forget to follow us over on X at 3PIAPC. Cheers for listening. Thanks for getting involved on the ratings as well. Good to hear everyone enjoying that. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back soon. Cheers, all. Thanks, everyone. Take care. See you, Dan. Cheers. Cheers.